This is a podcast from 3RRR 102.7 FM in Melbourne, truly independent community radio. I did a little funny look at my face then. And with a click of the fingers. I did. We're on the way. The red light came on. Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. We're experimenting here and we're using this as what they call a musical bed, I think they say. So we can we can fit a little bit more show. It's a nice soft mattress. <laughs> sort of a Hammond mattress. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the afternoon here on Three Triple Yes. And um, what a morning it's been. <laughs> yes. That's my cough into the microphone. Yes. Nice. Uh, you know that oh, you don't have a cough button. Uh, I've got this one. Oh, you got that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, yes, what a morning it's been for uh, for Great Radio. Just wanted to thank the um, well, everybody. Mm. Scientists. Yeah. Doctors. Ra- Radio Marinara. Yes, Tim Thorpe. Thorpe. Whoever the graveyard was. Thorpey. <laughs> Good on you, mates. And um, hopefully we're going to continue that with uh, a bit of food erudition. Mm. Well, I don't know how erudite it's going to be. Let's find know. out. We're going to give it a go. Yeah. Um, and we've got... Um, oh, you'll be happy to know we've got a market report. Yes. This week, because we've... Uh, We've kind of neglected that, and if you're wondering, what have happened to John in the yeah. market? Well, um, John's uh, he, John's in rehab. Yes, <laughs> not that, but not that kind <laughs> of rehab, folks. No, he had surgery earlier this yeah, year. Surgery. So, um, as I sort of call him, uh, I guess half jokingly, but it's kind of true—a horny-handed son of toil. Yes, unloading and loading the trucks. Um, yeah, he's. It's going to be a bionic shoulder market ban. And we hope to see him back at the Vic Market. We do indeed. Soon. But in the meantime, we are very, very happy to say that uh, we have one of the doyens of the of the food, fruit and veg industry. Yes. Joanne Toscano. Yes. And Joanne Toscano being a good mum, as well as great fruit and veg person. She's yes. watching her many progeny run around a football oval, I think. Where are we coming from? St. Mary's in Greensboro. Greensboro. Yeah, we'll be crossing over there, and we might have a chat about uh, what's going on. Yes. As, as, as citrus is holding out. Strawberries any good? Yep. Brascas? You know, that sort of stuff. We'll see what it goes. Yep. Um, and um, waiting in the green room, maybe having a chat to Pumpy. We're not sure. Yes. I sort of said, yeah, Pumpy's in there. You should have a chat to him. Yes. He's cool. Hope they're, they're getting on all right. But the very great... Raymond Capaldi. He's in the house. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. And um, Maddie and I were just looking over his CV and... I didn't, because we've, we've known Raymond for a long time. I wasn't aware of half the stuff he's done in his lifetime. So we're going we're gonna... to... You didn't pay attention in the, those interviews. No, I probably didn't. Because I have done them. Yeah. But yes, it's true, isn't it? One, gonna... one could just dismiss. Yes. Now we're going to start with his resume and um, maybe talk a little bit about the times that he spent cooking in Russia, for example. Yeah, the times that he heard the tanks going past between his, uh, the embassy and the Kremlin. Yes. Just to give you a bit of an idea. It's kind of topical at the moment. And uh, also the very fact that uh, Capaldi mm-hmm. is all about encasement. Oh, I see where you're going with this, yes. It's all about uh, encasing beautiful things in uh, glorious pastries. Uh, it's going to be a Raymond, Raymond the Pieman. Yes. And um, we'll talk a little bit about what makes a pie. What's the history of a pie? Mm. And um, maybe, uh, Raymond, if you're listening, we might talk a little bit about the pastries that go in there. Mm. I'm a big, big fan of the hot water pastry for that. Yeah, really? We'll find out about mm-hmm. that. If you've never heard of it, you can no, tell by your no, eyebrows. No. You lift your eyebrows at me, Matt. Water <laughs> pastry. Water pastry. Um, yes, that's good. And um, 
First of all, once uh, we have a look at a couple things, because we, we have found a saint. Yes, oh, we should also say coming <coughs> up on the show is also... I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Younger, no, who's coming? You tell me. You call uh, me. Matt Stone, the and, chef at Oak Ridge. And also Joe Barrett, who have been uh, made uh, Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, all hail. Yes. Uh, specifically <laughs> Host Plus, something about to do with Host Plus. Trailblazer Award. Trailblazer Award. So there they are with the machetes. <laughs> Damn this heat. As they go through, oh, hacking, 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 away. hacking and toiling. Yes, at the, at the lawyer vine and things like that. But um, no, passionate advocates of zero waste cooking and mm. ethical food. Joe and Matt have just been anointed as uh, as legends and trailblazers. Now Matt's in the kitchen, so it's going to be a. Oh, it's going to be brief. It's, yes. <laughs> oh, it's going to be brief. Don't you worry. But we might hear a bit of a clatter of pans. Yeah. And plus, they've got some. Some huge day happening at, uh, this is in Oak Ridge, up in yes. uh, Maroondah Highway in the Yarra Valley, home of one of maybe the greatest Chardonnays Victoria's ever seen. I think Oak Ridge is another place that you and I have both been to many times <gasps> and also gets the eat it seal of approval. Oh, that's, stamp more, of approval. that's more of a stamp. Yeah. A, a seal goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. A seal would approve as well. It would. <laughs> I don't know. What noises do seals make? Anyway, um, so. We digress. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be on the show. We might have a bit of a chat. We just really want to sort of shake their hands over the radio mm. and say, how's it going? Because, as I said, they've got a huge day happening at the moment, this gumboot dancing. But we'll find out a little bit about that um, a little bit later on, I think, could uh, mm-hmm. could be the go there. And um, uh, as I cast my eyes around, there's a, there's a food quote. Mm-hmm. Garfield. Did you ever read Garfield? I do read Garfield. Did you enjoy Garfield? I did when I was a kid. Yes, yes. Mm. One grows out of Garfield. Yeah, I think you probably. In the movie, forget it. (laughs) No, I didn't go there. But anyway, it was um, it was was the cat obsessed with lasagna, which was always a strange thing. But anyway, he says, "When the lasagna content in my blood gets low, I get mean." Twelve oh seven here on three triple RFM. <laughs> moving right along, um, we did find out that it's uh, Saint Martha's Day. Saint Martha, yeah, Saint Martha. A um, boy, she was busy. She was because she was she like you know fingers in many pies. Yes, to use the Capaldi thing coming yes. up. Did we mention that? Get this for a brief. Go. It's like you know when they're reading out, going right, Martha, tests, presents, so, all right, Saint. <laughs> We've got a job for you. We're going to give you. All right, we've got you. Got you down for butlers, dietitians, cooks, innkeepers, and waitresses. So, but, but not waiters. No, I think it would have been before the time when. Oh, there must have been a, a sexist saint. Who, who would have thought? Who, it? Yes, who would have thought? It? Who would have? I'm thought starting it? to think that some of these saints are doubling up. I'm sure we've had a saint, a patron saint of cooks before, mm. and I haven't heard of Martha. Mm. So I call shenanigans on the whole thing. Well, we're still waiting for the patron saint of photocopiers. Or iPads. iPads, yes. Or updates. <laughs> Laptops and flash drives. 1208, <laughs> we're wasting time. We're going to have to move along. We're going to go into the Yarra Valley uh, off the Marinda Highway. We have our fingers crossed that Matt will actually answer the phone. <laughs> yes, because he'll be very busy pre-service or probably in-service now. So should we, should we just play a couple of sponsor IDs and then we'll see if we can raise him? A uh, magnificent idea mm. on Triple R. Oh wow, it's like a political thing at the end <laughs> yes, of it, wasn't it? Authorized by Triple R for the Triple R party. Uh, 
then let's not tarry. Let's go up the Maroondah Highway and um, and just nestle in. At, um, I think the address is uh, in the 700 somewhere. Um, Matt Stone, come in. G'day. Matty, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, look, I'm I'm very very well. Um, look, we just thought first of all, you know, spewing you couldn't come in, but understand because it's kind of it's kind of busy where you are on the weekends, isn't it? This uh, the next three hours are probably the busiest three hours of my week. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty intense. Now, there's some sort of um, I was hearing there's some sort of gumboot dance happening. Uh yeah, there's um gumboot uh, thing in the Yarra Valley, sort of a winter incentive to get people out and coming around amongst various cellar doors, but we have a, uh, a South African dance uh, happening today. A dance happening. No, it sounds uh, sounds kind of interesting and rooted in um, historical reasons, apparently. Something to do with uh, diamond mines and communicating, uh, non-verbal communication through gumboots. Uh, to, to be honest, I'm not too sure. I've kind of been focusing on the restaurants and the uh, the event team have been putting together the dance uh, performance today. So it's kind of superfluous. It's, look, it's looking pretty cool, but um, yeah, we've got the restaurant happening um, as well as that today. So it kicks off around uh, two thirty, I think, the Sunday. Oh, okay, can uh, the GP can can they just come and check it out? Yeah, or do you need tickets? No, no, it's all free of charge and open to the public um, all afternoon. So. All right, well, we'll leave it at that. All right, well, look, you're about ready to do services, 12-12. How's the Mies looking, everything all in place? Today was actually a really nice day. We had a chance to, to work on some new ideas, which is, uh, which is always good. Sunday's a nice kind of prep day because we sort of G up for it on Thursday, Friday for the weekend, and then Sunday we kind of, we're not too bad on the prep, so we just get ready for the service, and then Monday being our last day of the week before we're shut. So kind of, we're at the, the tail end of the week now, which is, uh, which is always good. What sort of stuff have you been working on? Um, so I've just been away so for, for nearly six weeks, actually. So I've yeah, got a lucky duck. Some, some really amazing restaurants all over the world, so I've kind of got a bunch of ideas to, to play on. So we were mucking around with a, a kangaroo shoulder dish today that's going onto the menu with um, some different root vegetables and um, some Davidson plum. So Ooh, it's kind nice. of sticking to, to what we know, but just with a few sort of different tricks that we learnt along the way. Yeah, that sounds kind of good. Any, yeah. any um, other sort of bits and pieces that you're, you're working on? Yeah, well, I'm just kind of getting back into the garden as well. This time of year, we've got heaps of beautiful root veggies and heaps of different greens and lettuces and, and stuff like that. So just trying to just get my head around what we've got and how much and how long we can get it into the menu for, as well as um, some uh, Timbara Farms, which is about 20 minutes from the restaurant, uh, have, have a bunch of vegetables that we buy from them each week. Uh, so they have a lot of different things to what we have in our garden. We sort of collaborate on planting so we can make sure we're growing the same thing. So they've brought through some cool ingredients. Um, one of those not seen before called a yukon which is a uh, a peruvian ground apple so it sort of wow. it almost grows it looks a bit like a peanut the way it grows um with the sort of cluster underneath the ground much much larger sort of it's about 20 centimeters by a diameter of about four wow. so they're quite big but um once you peel them back and slice it you can eat it raw or you could roast it but raw it kind of it's a bit between a jicama water chestnut pear sort of realm yes. um which is which is really sort of crispy and a little bit sweet and and really yummy so we've been mucking around with that today as well what an interesting texture to play around with. it must have been kind of cool before you went away because you have in your mind's eye where the garden's at you know and then after what is it you, you guys were away five six weeks it must have must be pretty cool to come back. It's almost like seeing the children. Oh, the children have grown. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, actually. We um, 
we actually did a reconfiguration of the gardens before we went away, and they'd only just planted um, the winter crop. So when I left, there was a few little sprouts here and there, and, um, yeah. and now it's all sort of really lush and green. So through winter, most of the action's underneath the ground, so you see some pretty green leaves and bits and pieces. You know, through spring and summers when you get the tall tomatoes and the big bikini vines and stuff like that. But this time yeah. of year, it all looks a little less, even though there's probably just as much in there. Even though there's stuff happening. All right, well, look, we, um, we should probably get to the accolades because... Uh, no doubt you want to get back into service. You're standing outside. Yes, I am. Good I'm idea. Just near, uh, just near the, the barbecue, you know, the one. The wood I one. sure do. Oh, awesome. Well, look, we um, we really wanted to just congratulate you because uh, on Monday there was uh, an event that happened at the Point Restaurant and it was put on by the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival and they had anointed some, I've got to say, some very, very worthy people um, with awards and... Um, and you and Joe, Joe Barrett, of course, um, have been awarded the host plus Trailblazer. Sorry, there's the sponsor. I got that done. But you've been you've been awarded, man, because um, I think you deserve it. So we wanted to congratulate you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the night? Yeah, cool. So we just um, I just, we kind of just got back from our trip, um, and I quickly popped over to see my family in Perth, and I arrived back around four four thirty p.m. Literally got home. Showered, put on a, um, uh, not, I wouldn't say a suit because I don't really... You were wearing a, suit, a shirt, but, uh, a collar. I had a, a, sh- a collared shirt. Correct? I've never seen um, you so do that before. That's about as good as it gets for me. Um, yeah. And then we kind of rocked straight into dinner. So it was a really lovely night. We got to sit with um, with Joe Moody, who puts um, does a lot of work behind the scenes of the festival, uh, Melbourne Food Month Festival, and um, uh, quite a few of the uh, young contestants for the scholarship. So it was a really oh, nice wow. um, group of people. The food from Andy was lovely as always. And, um, yeah, it was really nice to, to receive an award, especially with um, with Joe. Um, like to, to get the recognition, recognition together is uh, really nice because sort of what, what we do out here is, you know, we kind of depend on each other and we work both as hard as one another so it's kind of nice that they've realized that and we and we got it together yeah it is it is nice that you're sort of being seen as um as a duo and if you could offer our congratulations to to joe too would be good and also you're in pretty good company too i thought it was kind of interesting sid waddell got a an award for being the founder of the essential ingredient yeah, fantastic. And he, um, he was a, he's a really, I've not met him before, so he's a, a really lovely guy, done a, amazing things for, for food. And I remember buying things from Essential Ingredient like a decade ago when I was in yeah. Perth even. Um, so, you know, he's been doing, doing good things for a very long time. And, and it was great to see Bruce Pascoe, um, get some recognition for his work to, for, you know, Indigenous food in Australia. So that was, um, very well deserved as well. Yeah, because he's written a lot of books and he's been a big, um, a teacher and a passionate advocate for, for many, many years. Um, anyway, look, um, if anybody wants to look these up, there's other people that one guy, Grossi, of course, got a, uh, a Guernsey Santa de Puree from, uh, Yeringberg. That was very, very good. Uh, and Melissa Connors, um, I thought that was, uh, that was kind of good too. But, um, very, very quickly, Matt, and we will let you go, I promise. So what's on the menu for, uh, for lunch today? It's just, is it all just a la carte or are you doing a, a special thing? Uh, on the weekends, we offer a, uh, a two or three course menu um, in, in the dining room as well as sort of snacks around on the balconies and stuff. So, yeah, we've got um, the, the new kangaroo dish has just gone on, so I'm pretty pretty excited about that one. And we've got um, some of our house-made cheeses uh, on the menu today as well. So Are you making cheeses a, uh, now? Yeah, we're doing some uh, mature cheeses and some uh, fresh, as well as like burratas and curds and those kind of really fresh cheeses. But um, today oh. we've got a, a beautiful 
Jersey milk uh, washed dry and it's been washed in a, in a pear cider and we're just serving that with um, not much at all, a bit of bread and, and that's about it. So, oh, yeah, so still my heart. really, we, we've got a, a fair way to come with the cheese making, but, um, <laughs> you know, we've got them to a point in which they're, yeah. they're good enough to serve in the restaurant. So it's, um, yeah, it's all kind of basically to showcase Tyrone, our, um, our dairy farmer at Little Yarra Dairy. He's got uh, 12 Jersey cows completely on pasture. So we, um, Tyrone, we buy milk from him. And Have I met him great. before? He's, he's come up for one of those lunches before, hasn't he? Tyrone? Absolutely, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, his Yoast milk guy as well. That's so right. You've oh, probably heard Yoast uh, talking about him. Well, say hi. Well, isn't it great to be just getting out of the comfort zone yet again to get into cheese making? Congratulations, mate. I'll let you get back to work. Um, big good day to Joe, and uh, we really do need to get you in the studio one of these days. We've been saying it for way too long. I'll, I'll get there one Sunday soon, I, I promise. We, hey, we'll, hey, we'll do it, or I'll come up there with a microphone or something. Have a great day. Congratulations. May your service go smooth. Thanks, mate. Always does. All right, see you, Matty. Here's Matt Stone, and, uh, of course, as I said before, importantly, Joe Barrett um, getting mm. some of the sunshine there. Because Sounds windy up there in the Arrow Valley. Well, he's on a hill. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like exposed to the elements, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 12.20 here on 3 Triple R. Joanne Toscano is uh, barracking, barracking from the sidelines. Yes. Um, in Greensboro, so we're going to call her very, very soon, do a quick market report, and, of course, Wedding in the Winds, Raymond Capaldi. But maybe first, oh, some music. Time to shake your ass. Like this. Well, you know, there's uh, this variety in this station, and what you're going to see, and you can see that in those yes, three cards, I reckon. Uh, 12.26 here on 3 Triple RFM. It's market report time. Joanne Toscano is in an outside ambience. A very, very good afternoon to you, Joanne. Good afternoon, guys. Where are you again? I think we said Greensboro, didn't we? Yeah, at St Mary's. My son's playing, Fitzroy playing St Mary's, Greensboro. So it's pretty windy out here. It's pretty windy. Oh, it's, what, you must be doing something right or your, uh, your wind protection is very good with the phone because we can't hear it at all. Which I'm is com- in the car behind the goal. Ah, so there you I go. I can talk to you and watch the plate. Are you going to do the horn if, if someone scores? Yeah. Okay, good. You're allowed to do that and you'll go, <laughs> we'd like to hear that. So we, we, we just hope that there's some scoring happening between um, talking about fruit and veg. Where are we? We're in the middle of winter, oh. aren't we? We're in the middle of winter. Um, prices, I think the last time we spoke, we were um, talking about the price rises as a result of Cyclone Debbie. Oh, yes, Well, that's, yes. all, all, all the uh, prices now are back to normal. For it's those played things through. Get, yeah, beans, um, capsicum, tomatoes, they're all back to normal. But what <laughs> actually has happened, though, is because they all got, all the plantings got knocked out, yeah. and then they all planted at the same time, they all came on at the same time. So the last few weeks, prices have been actually in some cases lower than, than what we would expect. Snow peas particularly are very cheap. Ooh, but what you'll find... Snow peas. This could be a great yeah. great week to buy snow... And sugar snaps too? No, not sugar snaps. Oh, just snow okay. for some reason. Oh, but yeah. seriously, they're as cheap as I can remember. Oh, you awesome. get a whole uh, bag full for not much. But what, what, what we, we expect though to happen, because everything's come on at once, then we, uh, it will finish at once as well. So we might see some slight increases. Alright, so um, it's like get out there and get your mange tu uh, which was another word for snow peas. What's your favourite way of doing snow peas? Uh, I just like sautéing sautéing with those 
you know, the old favourites, ginger, garlic, chilli. That's exactly, and maybe a little bit of cornflour in the water that just yeah. to give it a little bit of shine and uh, yeah. yum. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Just just ginger and that's pretty much all, yeah. all it needs. Um, all right, so with citrus, um, how, how are they going? Is, have the Imperials just about finished? The Imperials are just about finished. We've got the Euphoras now. Citrus has been late this year. If you, do, if you remember back, the, our summer was really cold to get started yes. in Victoria. It was so the, all the, the reluctant blossom. That's right. right. So we've, we've, citrus is running um, late, but what I've been eagerly awaiting, two things. One are the blood oranges. I just love blood oranges. They, oh, I'd forgotten all about them. God, yes, thank yeah. you for reminding me. Blood oranges, yes. Yep, yeah, because um, they've got that, that much more intense flavour and that beautiful colour. Great for your winter salads. Yes. Uh, and several oranges for people Whoa. that make marmalade. And cordials. And coffee. I've never had the cordial. Yeah, no, just think about it. Instead of um, you just, um, you, yeah, just make a cordial. You can make an, a very, very grown-up um, uh, cordial. And, mm, uh, and add some Aperol. Well, yeah, and it mixes with <laughs> vodka really well too. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can have well, a crazy, um, what was the thing used to be vodka and orange? Screwdriver. Crazy screwdriver. Oh. <laughs> or a crazy Harvey <laughs> Wallbanger. Remember those? Yeah. Oh, my mother used to love, oh. love a Harvey Wallbanger. While, while dancing to Neil Diamond, probably. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Hot August night. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, um, so, blood yeah. oranges, Seville oranges are coming in. That is awesome news. And they've both got short season, so um, mm. enjoy, enjoy them. The other thing that's uh, off fruit that's really exciting is we saw the first of the Australian asparagus over the last few <gasps> weeks. Yes. Which is like we do get in, we get obviously we get lots of imported imported stuff across the year when when the Australian see when <laughs> things are not but in we, the season in Australia. We spit on those. <laughs> that's uh, no. When you compare it to the beautiful Kiwi Rupp asparagus, oh my god. I know, but that's what I was about to say. Like that's one thing that's never as good as the um, that, that, that doesn't compare. But the yes. first asparagus is actually coming from Madura. It's still a bit early for Kuri Rup. Right. But and and you will see imported asparagus still out there because it's cheaper. But you can tell the difference straight away. Oh. These spears are fresh, juicy, lovely, and thick. Big. Now, it, and there was talk this week about them building a bloody airport on Kuri Rup, which was a little bit disturbing. I thought. On the swamp lands. Yeah. Uh, I missed that. Well, there you go. Uh, someone was yeah, no. talking, we need another international airport, and Kiwi Rup was sort of put up, and, mm. oh, God, anyway, that's a Pandora's no. well, box. That's, yeah, well, the, um, that's like, Kiwi Rup and asparagus were synonymous with each other, so I, they, that'd be terrible if yeah. we lost our Good. All right, well, well, we're in agreement. So I think that yeah. uh, uh, destroying some of the best agricultural lands in the in the country to make way for transport infrastructure is a bit questionable but anyway let's move on um brassicas and brussels sprouts specifically are they awesome at the moment yeah still going really good um um with the cold conditions being perfect broccoli cauliflower is particularly um good value this week and the curse lovely and white you know when it's yes gorgeous snow white um and, like, the bitter lettuces are also really good. Radicchio, chicory, that sort of thing. That's going to go well with those blood oranges too, won't it? That's right. Yeah. And maybe a bit of fennel. Ooh, yeah. Which is still really good. So I love this time of year. I love, I like, I love, a, I mean, I like a summer salad, but a winter salad is, I just really enjoy. It's really warming with those bitter flavours. Well, bit it's sweetness. The Italians might say, if I can murder a bit of Italian for you, it's a little bit profundo. Yeah. <laughs> it's profound. I mean, it has it has that depth and that beauty to yeah. it, and also 
it's also giving us light and taste and colour in the in the in the coldest part of the year, and that's kind of amazing, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, and it also cleanses the palate too. Yes. Cuts through all the rich, like your rich stews, your ossobuckle, that sort of thing. And your and your uh, your big meaty ragouts. That's sort of its yep. gig, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Um, you know what I had. Um Last week, and I was saying to Matt about it, which I thought was—I um, really, really enjoyed it. It was a bit of a—it's a bit of a Scottish dish, which um, maybe we'll talk about with our Scottish chef who's coming in, Raymond Capaldi. Um, but I did a lamb shoulder, and I thought, oh, I'll have some mash with it because that's the normal thing. But I did a thing—a yeah. a Scottish thing—and it's called uh, neeps and taties, or taties yeah. and neeps. I think oh, Raymond's looking yeah. at his phone. Um, but that. that that ugly cousin of the potato, or the ter- the Swede, um, yeah. and half and half mix, um, lots of butter and pepper, and chia was good. Because mm, the 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 same thing, it's got that bitter flavour, bitter yes. earthiness. Yep, would help cut with the rich the richness. I always remember my father telling me a story during one of the Iraq wars. Um, one of his mer- merchants that he bought um, his Swedes and turnips. I think it was the Swedes. They, they, uh, because Neeps and Tatties were on the menu mm. in in wherever they were yes. um, in the army, they, they'd they, they'd like sent they basically cleaned Australia out of our market of, of of the sweets, so they could send them to the war effort. Really? Which yeah, wow. <laughs> so it was really hard this particular time to get them because they'd all gone to Iraq or but, wherever they were stationed. Near well, there, obviously, I got to say, do many punters at your shops do they buy sweets? I mean, do you dad? Do you, do you have to buy a lot? I mean, because I think it's a bit of an unloved sort of thing, isn't it? Well, a lot of people would just buy them for soups. That would mm-hmm. be the soups and stews. Yeah. And, or, um, and yet, sort of, if you're making a pasty. I was going to say but, a pasty. Um, yeah, that's the only thing, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. But but they are starting. People are, you know, there are more recipes. Like an, um, when you do it, like with a gratin, like there have been a recipe out there. I Takes was cheese last well. Year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and so, yeah, more people are, are discovering them, but it is slow, I'd have to admit. So more peeps are eating the neeps. Yeah, you could <laughs> say. True. So if I was going to be sorry, just take a cheap yeah. cheap gag on that sort of thing. Um, any other sort of thing? Have you got a a, a pick of uh, favourite fruit and vegetable at the moment, other than the ones you've already mentioned? Uh, well, fruit. Uh, it's the last of these Australian grapes. So and they're still really good. The, they're still um, coming out of the cool room, are they? The, yeah, the red okay. seedless are still really good for Madura. Yeah, uh, Queensland strawberries. Um, yes. I, I shouldn't say this, but I really think that when the Queensland strawberries are really good, which they are at the moment, they actually are, uh, it's, they're more reliable than the Victorian strawberries we get in our summer. Um, they've Con- had a slow start. It is a bit controversial. <laughs> no, Have no, your joking. thoughts, Cam? Oh, no, agreed. Um, in fact, uh, the greatest pun- tray of strawberries I've ever had in my life came from the Atherton Tablelands. And I, I still, oh. I still remember them. It was just they were the most fragrant things because I got them off a barge because I was living on an island at, the, at that time. Stuck it in the cool room, <laughs> went into the cool room like an hour later, and all you could smell was just this strawberry yeah. thing. That's probably about twenty-five years ago, and I still remember the smell of those. So yes, yeah. I agree. Queensland strawberry well, is incredible. Yeah, we are getting a bit more better. Uh, the Victorian. Um, you know, the unreliability of our, of our weather is what affects them. But mm. these strawberries are coming from the hills, um, sort of at the back of Noosa there, and they're gorgeous. Um, and, of course, it's, it's been a great season for truffles. So if you haven't had one, um, we're 
go and get well. Have you got travels at your place? Got travels, yeah. Probably only got another, I don't know, three weeks or a month to go. And this, um, you were actually seeing a lot of smaller size travels, which are great because you don't have to invest that much um, money. And, you know, you can get a truffle like for $30 that will feed, say, three people. Yeah, that's it. It's not, yeah. Chuck it in some scrambled eggs. Oh, absolutely, or a pasta. It's Mm. not an everyday food, but for a special treat, um, I I definitely would be advocating those. I'd say, yeah, it's this once-a-year treat, and it's one of those things you just, it's something you you mark it off. It's sort of like, yep, done the truffle for this year. So, uh, Joanne, just to, I haven't heard the horn go off, by the way. No scoring. Oh, well, I haven't been concentrating. Oh, I've been talking. too much, having I too much fun talking on the radio. So we're going to get oh, some mange too. We're going to get some snow peas this yeah. week. We're going to put some blood oranges in the basket. Um, definitely maybe some of those grapes before they go. Anything else we need to get? Uh, probably, well, I'll say cauliflower. And you've got to put um, some radicchio in. It's beautiful. The cold, the winter uh, lettuces are fabulous. All right, so let's make a salad for everybody. This is everybody's homework this week, folks. So you need to get some fennel, some blood oranges, and some radicchio, a little bit of olive oil, a bit of salt. Yeah. Mm, and also, uh, Victorian walnuts are fabulous. Throw a few of them in there as well. Boom. Look at you drawing a lovely line underneath it. <laughs> Joanne, it's, um, it's great. I hope uh, your son's kicking it long. Oh, me too. He's had a pretty bad season, so oh, sh- it hasn't been much joy. <laughs> it's okay, Coach. Let me back on. I'll be all right. Um, <laughs> Joanne, thank you, um, and um, look forward to speaking with you again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Joanne Toscano, ladies and gentlemen, 12.38 here on 3RRR. And you know what? We've got a treat. Matt's pulling out something else from the music machine. I think it's time for some classic rock. Oh, my God. Not often said. On classic rock? Oh, that's not it, actually. That's the wrong uh, one. Wrong classic rock. <laughs> Ladies, oh, it's a bit of a spinal tap moment. Ladies and gentlemen, rock! It's the same one, Matt. That is. <laughs> this is working really well, isn't it? Anyway, let's hear this instead. Then. All right, uh, we're going to hear this song. <laughs> oh, I see we were going to be going with that. Yes. yes. Two weeks to Radiothon 2017. We'll have to pull out the old Vincent Price impersonations. Might be <laughs> kind of good with that. Uh, 12.43 here. Three triple R. Actually, 12.44. Time is flying here in the afternoon. Welcome. I'm so glad that you could join us. And we welcome back. It's been a while since uh, you've graced our present, Mr. Capaldi. Glad to be back. No better way to spend a Sunday, I say. Really? <laughs> yes. Listen to this great music, especially that rock. Oh, rock! <laughs> classic rock! The, the incidental rock classic rock track. Rockin'. Oh, well. Yeah, it was. was UMI. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was UMI. Um, and uh, even though it might have been your second choice, it was still <laughs> yes. very valid, Matt. And um, Raymond Capaldi, I mean, it's been a while since we've um, had you on the show, and I was just going over your CV. Bloody hell. It's got the Dorchester here, Park Lane in Hong Kong, the Hotel Martinez in Cannes. Um... The Sheraton in Mirage Port Douglas, the famous Phoenix on the Yarra, Heron Grace, most recent. But there was one that stood out, and I thought it was kind of topical, and I thought maybe we might revisit the place across the road from the Kremlin. Moscow, you were... You were there. Yeah, I was an executive chef there, and it was uh, one of the highlights of my career, to be honest with you. It was uh, just the richness, you know. How did you get the gig? How did you, you? You would have been tapped on uh, the shoulder by someone said, Mr. Well, Capaldi, was, would you was, be interested in? Yeah, when I was at Glen Eagles, 
Yes. Uh, someone came forward and says, look, there's a job going in the British Embassy in Moscow. What's Glen Eagles? We should probably, let's go back and describe what yeah. Glen Eagles is for people. Glen Eagles, we call it the Garden of the Gods. Yeah, that's, that's uh, catchy. You massive. Uh, kill for that sort of copywriting. We've got about three big uh, golf courses. Yes. It's uh, tournaments, a plenty. Big hotel. It stands in the, right in the, the hills of uh, Perth. Hmm. Which Perth and is this? Hang on, Perth, that's Perth the, the, the real, the real yeah, Perth. The real just, Perth, just, real just, just saying. Yeah. Not the one who stole nah. here, yeah? <laughs> one over there. But, it, it's, and it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's an icon of mm. a hotel. It used to only be open six months of the year, but then it's really? open all year. Yeah, in the times, yeah. It was only six months of the when year. When did they close it? Well, it was... Summer it was or from, winter? It was from spring to the su- summer, and uh. then the winter they closed. Because it's just way too cold. And yeah, because you, even when you I lose was, your ball, just rolls into the North Sea. Oh, yeah, <laughs> big time. You know, but even when I was there, there was a few times that they couldn't get anybody through, any truck through because of the bad snow. Really? So we had, yeah, so it was great. So we had great nights there, just uh, nothing to do, no work. And, oh. and it was just all ro- roads blocked. But there would have been a lot of, um, dare I say, a lot of government people would have come through and a lot of government functions. So therefore, maybe that was where you first got noticed and then tapped on the shoulder. Yeah. And then that's that's where I got asked to go to the British Embassy Moscow. I thought it'd be a great challenge. Mm. It was to be the uh, personal chef to the ambassador, mm. and it was it was a really good learning experience when I went there. What era are we talking about? In the nineties. So nineties. So yeah, yeah, um, just before uh, Boris Yeltsin, uh, we we got a tap on the shoulder that says, "If we have any rubles in the bank." Yeah. Or any money in the banks, get out now because uh, Boris Yeltsin is just about to be chopped. Really? So that was during that time. And you can, you know, my flat actually was on the back of, uh, there was a park on the back of my flat and in, in the morning you could you could hear these, it's it's pretty eerie when you hear the, the, these uh, big tanks coming along and the squeals of the the, the, the treads and, and so reluctant, just rolling up. Uh, big pieces of reluctant metal being driven along yeah, the road. Yeah. And it's so just, what was that sound? You hear the tracks sort of yeah, going? Yeah, just, and just the... squealing. It's just, just very eerie. The, you know, Someone needed a can of WD-40 on that. Well, they did, but I think it was just to give it the track, you know, just to keep it, you know, and, and, come, boys. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe frighten the ambassadors too. It could be like that, but it's, it's amazing yeah. how, how, how actually everybody knows something's going to happen. Yes. Before it even happens. Really? You know, they're telling you get the money out of the bank, the rubles out of the bank, make sure all your, your, your money's, uh, in, in your hands. Don't let in any Russian bank. So you've so, got to keep the kleptocracy happy. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty, so speak. pretty James Bond. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's it. Yes, yes. I'm just yeah. coming here to cook the, exactly. the Swedes. Exactly. I'm here to cook the <laughs> Swedes. Um, just, it was, we, we, I mentioned to you before the show that we had a chat to the chef from Casey Base. Yeah. Um, be good afternoon if you, if you happen to be listening, but, he is in an unbelievably hostile environment, yeah. um, you know, far from home and, and from friends, because we're still in the Cold War at yeah. that stage. And I was just wondering, how easy was it to sort of get out and, first of all, provision stuff? And, like, how did you get all your all your stuff for, you know? The- well, well, basically, we, we – we, uh, I, I went out first and we were just – as soon as they see me, they bang up the price at the markets. Oh, you know, of course they did, yeah. You go to the markets uh-huh. and you see this big butcher with this big hind leg of uh, beef. He's got a cigarette in his mouth, smacking the beef in half, trying to put it in half. And I, and just, the, I like, imagine there's vodka in a, yeah. uh, in a, in a tin cup for some exactly. reason. Exactly. But you know, you know what? The, 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 
the dairy there, the yogurts, yes. the honey. Yes. It all tastes totally different. Really? You know, it's just beautiful. There are no preservatives. Ah. And then summer kicked in. Yes. And the berries and the fruits coming They're up from Georgia. They're big on the berries, aren't oh, they? I tell you what, it's, it's, you know, we might think it's, it's a cold country. Yes. But the quality, and because it's not touched much or, or, or any, you know, elements of man-made stuff put into your fruit and all that, it's, it's second to none. And also, you, you, we think about, okay, yeah, we have this, this thought about Russia where you think, I don't know, the salt mines in Siberia and don't mess with yeah. Putin would be something that just <laughs> immediately comes to mind. But, you know, the Ukraine, which is yeah. now not part of Russia, but it was in those days with yeah. the Sovietsky, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, that's hot down there. I mean, that is way pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, south. So there's a huge growing area, and Georgia is an yeah, amazing Georgia's growing area. Fantastic, you know. That's, that's where everybody came from, and uh, all, all the products came from Georgia. And it's just the fruit, as I say, was second to none during the winter. Mm. Like, like in Denmark and all these other countries, it gets a bit, you know, scarce. You find the the jars of hopefully yeah, stuff that yeah, you've got. Yeah, exactly, lots food. of pickles, yeah. and that's why there's, you know, in that country there's lots of pickles, lots of uh, fermented food. On the Zakuski table. On the Zakuski table. Zakuski, which is uh, just a f- uh, Russian word for hors d'oeuvres, isn't yeah, it, really? Yeah, and, and it's just, the food was sensational. Yeah, I went yeah, to yeah. a few Russian Russian uh, restaurants, and it was just very simple food, but it was the presentation, the taste was sensational. Were you watched? We, yeah, we were always watched. I mean, as yeah. soon as you moved outside that uh, gate, you mm. were followed. Really? You know, and uh, you turn back and ask them the time sometimes, and they get really just, angry. Just to freak them out Yeah, a bit. just to freak them out a bit, uh, but they still, they're still I following you. I can't imagine Raymond doing that, stirring <laughs> I, the pot. Yeah. I, used to, I used to get lots of warnings from the uh, embassy saying, look, you, you're look, going... Just you're yeah. going too far, you know. You need Again, to, you, you, yeah, you need to you need to keep in the city <laughs> so that we can watch you yes. and, and just b- make sure that you're safe. Because I used to go, you know, I used to walk around for mi- miles and miles. Just to, the people were beautiful. I was going to a restaurant one night, and uh, <laughs> I actually uh, asked this woman. I said, "Oh, excuse me, she couldn't speak much English." She goes, "Oh, you come." So we walked for about forty-five minutes, and I and I, I say to her, "Oh, here, you know, here's." Uh, here's some t- rubles for your uh, trouble. No, here, here's ten US dollars. Now that, that was like four months' wages at that yeah. time, you know. And she basically spat at me. <gasps> she was very angry. That Why? I, that, because she was very it's... angry that I, I thought that she was poor and she needed money. Oh. But she walked me for forty-five minutes to this restaurant, and it was a beautiful thing to do. But she did, she didn't take the money. She yeah. just looked at me in disgust and spat. Right um, at me. And maybe that's one of the things Russians will seldom die wondering, won't they? Yeah, they're, just, they're pretty forthright people. Yeah, they are. They're very forthright, but they're beautiful, yeah. uh, honest people. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, again, it's I guess not again. It, it's it's one of those things that humanity itself is usually pretty damn good. It's just when the overlays of governments and yeah. and and interests and you know. well, you see, I mean, I mean, even you know, walking along the streets, there was big queues, people lining up with fish. You know, and some people were, were selling Coca-Cola bottles, yeah. original Coca-Cola bottles. Then you see this fish, then you go back next day, she's still standing there, it's getting drier, it's getting drier, it's getting drier. Lots of luck with that herring. <laughs> unami, 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 unami. I'm, I'm intensifying then, the glutamates. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Suddenly, suddenly fresh fish, now turned into unami, yeah. explosion, and used to, Boom. until they sold it, you know. Well, if only she'd put it into a pie, it might have been better and tasted. It, uh, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Pies. Um, the encaspulation of food 
It's gone back centuries, hasn't it? Yeah, it's right back to the 5th century with the Egyptians. It started off with the Egyptians and then the Greeks taking it. I better not say stolen it, but really? sort of, you know... Don't talk, don't talk to a Greek about this. He'll say, no, no, we invented that as well as everything yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it was yeah. Egyptians first. Egyptians first. Then. Yeah, as always. But no. you didn't you didn't really eat the container. It was all about the, the, inside, the inside rather yeah. than... Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was the Egyptians, sorry, they, they, they did the eating of the inside and then the Greeks took it on and then mm. and then the, the, the British take it, took it to that next level. Of course they did. You know I mean? And, and I, there was this word coffin. They were using the. They were talking about. It wasn't a crust. It was actually called a coffin. coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of which was a bit spooky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, spooky spaghetti. You know? But I hear you. Did, you yeah. But did I hear you earlier on saying you didn't like the water pastry? No, no. I said the exact opposite. I said a oh. uh, hot water pastry yeah, yeah. is. A, it was actually Matt. I'll point my yeah. thing. Was it you, yeah. Matt? It's not that I just didn't. I'd not heard no, it yeah, before. No, yeah. no yeah. So yeah. talk yeah. to me about water pastry. All right, is it? So yeah. why is uh, I? I said it, it rocked because it's great for especially a meat yeah. pie. Yeah, exactly. Discuss. Right. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Me and my beautiful lady, yes. Jodie Crocker, is here been, looking at round, movies at the moment. Has been around uh, Australia. Yes. Tasting every pie you can think of. It's an odyssey. Everywhere it was go, a pie odyssey. Yeah, every, everybody odyssey. wants to do the yeah, whole thing Yes, puff pastry. I don't think the puff no. pastry is great. No. We use um, our Wonder Pies, we yes. call it Wonder Pies and Fries. Yes. Is, is basically we use the water paste around the bottom so it holds in the sauce. I know where you're going with this. And holds in the sauce. a beautiful top. Beautiful puff pastry top. Flaky, flaky. Flaky, flaky Because that's pastry. its gig. That's its Puff pastry. Gig. The gig of puff pastry is the flaky, flaky then, the bottom. Oh, sorry, go on. So then that little beautiful double glazed <gasps> gives you that French polish. Double glazed. Double now, glazing. for me, I like my puff pastry. That little tinge of brown burnt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because you get that bitter... Sweet, it's like life. Savory, tasty. Yes. That's it. It's like yeah, everything. Like you know, it's it's like I'm smoking a gulwa. <laughs> you know, eat and the I, pastry. It's like life. Yeah. Yes. And there's a whole lot of science to the pie. Yes, of course you know? there is. And, <laughs> That's uh, why I thought you'd dig it so much. I do. I, di- I dig. Because you I, get the I, lab coat on as well uh, as the apron, and Jody's nodding, going, "Yes, you know, that's we, right." We've, we've, we've been doing it for for a year now. We move into a new factory in September in Bulleen, apparently. In Bulleen, yeah. yes. And uh, we're looking very downtown forward. Bulleen. Yes, we're looking very forward to it. So it's, yeah. it's it's great, but it's just going round and you know some pies again. Can I just mention? Yeah, finger out the pie. Yes. When you're walking along the street, mm. it's got. When you bite it, it's got to stay there, not fall to the bottom of the the the, the bag. Mm. There's a very science to have that bag is there just to hold it because it's hot. Yes, not to catch all the pie as it falls. You take no, the first bite that's and collapses the, that's, on you. That's the pie of great it's disappointment. Exactly. What we didn't speak about actually was the fact that um, hot water pastry. It's great. The hot water. Swells up the yep. cellulose in the in the wheat, so therefore mm-hmm. it makes it incredibly malleable. It's a yep. very forgiving it pastry to make. It so is. if you sometimes, oh, sometimes if you um, work it too much, oh. and then it starts to get a bit tough, a bit. And okay, let's let's go back to the food science yeah. of this because the hot water is the thing that is swelling up the the cellulose yeah, in the yeah, grain. So yeah. that's what's giving you malleability. So work. you don't you're not working you're not counting on gluten to be no. your friend there. I no. get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, people should have a go at making yeah, hot water pastry. In fact, you, Stedman, 
Smith. <laughs> yes, there. <laughs> we're back. We're back at school. We're in public school. Yes. I say, Stedman, make some pastries. Make some pastries. Yeah. You should give it. No, it's it's a great it, thing to do, is it, it not? It's easy. Mm. The point is, if you just relax. Yeah, you know, it's all. Every, That's why it's Sunday. Just about relaxing. It's the Sunday it? thing. It's like being here. It's easy. Oh, dude. Because you guys are here. You make can't. it good. The yeah. music's good. It's relaxing. <laughs> the whole thing is relaxing. It is. Um, now, what is the name of these pies so that we know to see them by name? Uh, first of all, I have to apologise. I never brought any in, but they're called well, yeah, Wonder no, Pies. Well, we didn't I will, want to them, I will put them. Uh, bring them in soon. Okay. Uh, the, the flying uh, Wonder pie. Pies, but the whole concept's called Wonder Pies and Fries. Wonder pies and fries. Yeah, which has got to become a little retail concept with uh, loaded French fries and good pies. What do you load your fries with? Oh, bolognese sauce, oh. cheese, macaroni and cheese. Really? Uh, dirty gringo. With well, what's the f- what's the perfect size for a fry? 10 mil, 7 yeah, mil? Yeah, about, about 10 mil. 10 mil, I'm 10 mil, they've got to yeah. be crispy. Yeah, no, I think... And Again, another yeah. science. Okay, so just... To, yeah, it is. Okay, just to, And for those that are scratching their heads going, yeah. what are they talking about? All right. French fry that you get in a fast food, mm-hmm. that is a 7 mil straight cut. Yeah. What we're talking about is a 10 mil because then you still get that souffle sort of thing of the potato mm-hmm. in the middle yeah. and crispiness. Deliciousness. Deliciousness. Exactly. Raymond, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for um, telling us a little bit uh, about your Moscow nights and also a- angry Muscovites uh, when they don't like the dollar being thrust in their faces. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, it is uh, 12... What's coming up, man? Sunday a- lunch is on. Namilla Benson's filling Namilla. in for Tracy. Hey, yeah. Honey. <laughs> she's looking awesome. Oh, and she's got a guest. Sorry. Yes. I'm off mic. <laughs> um, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, Namilla Benson's um, going to be doing that. So you're in good hands, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And, of course, you are because you're on 3 R and the afternoon is so great. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to Pastuzzo after this. Oh, lucky you. Uh, what we said uh, hi to Alejandro. Yes, and Jesse. Okay, Jesse will, do. will be there. All right, well, we'll do. Um, joy to see you. Thank you so much, Always Raymond. great to be here. We um, look forward to the Wonder Pies and fries. Uh, Matt Stedman. Cameron Smith will do Rock. it again next week. Rock, Rock. On, the, on the music. That was great. That was UMI, folks. Yes. And it was still a great track. And uh, what was that other track just so we Asteroids Galaxy Tour. Around uh, the that, that was a classic. Yeah. That was a classic Next tune. time you're drunk and dancing around the YouTube thing and it's <laughs> your turn, remember that and you shall rock. Shall we give them an extra 40, 20 seconds? Let's do it. We, that's the kind of generous people we are. Thank you for listening. Oh, I was asked to, uh, to bring up about the cold Warsaw salad, but... Didn't quite work. It didn't, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> and, there, and, and on that sort of... Clang is sort of no, we'll end the show. <laughs> Thanks so much. Good to see you, Roman. Thank you very much. Bye bye. This has been a podcast from 3RRR 102.7 FM in Melbourne. Truly independent community radio. Want to hear more? Check out our website at rrr.org.au.